ella que ha pasado por su casa, que ha venido porque quiere ser feliz. Good morning, welcome to Tom's World Language Cafe coming to you live from Havana, Cuba. And here it is, June the 21st, and we are here at our Aventura Cultural in Havana with a group of incredible Spanish teachers who are going to be talking to you momentarily about Havana, Cuba and their experiences. Um, first of all, I want to thank the Universidad de Colorado and uh, the people at Radio UCCS uh, for helping uh, us do our program. And uh, we're about to begin here today in a, a very hot day in Havana, but a uh, beautiful city, and we're going to talk a little bit about Havana, Cuba. And our first profe is Pat O'Connor. Here is Pat is going to just tell you where she teaches at. Pat? I teach at Southport High School in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. Indiana? I teach... I will be teaching at Jay County High School in um, Portland, Indiana. I teach in uh, Eagle Hill School, High School in Massachusetts, Hadwick, Massachusetts. I'm Leah. I teach at um, South Ripley High School in Versailles, Indiana. Now, what we would like to talk about a little bit, and hablar un poco, we will let you hablar en español un poquito, and then uh, when you get through, uh, we'll do a little bit in Espanol, then we'll get back to English. The, the listeners speak all languages, so we'll try to do a little bit in Espanol, some in English. Um, uh, Pat, ¿qué experiencia para ti ha sido la experiencia más impresionante aquí? Creo que lo más, import, uh, lo más impresionante fue ver la libertad de la gente y como todos los días ya yeah, andaban haciendo todo lo que tenían que hacer sin quejas, con mucho ánimo y esto probablemente ha sido mi, mi impresión. Muy bien. Indiana. Uh, una impresión que tuve, uh, pues me sorprendí por el estado de edificios Ahorita Cuba está en un programa de renovación con los edificios y la cultura y es importante porque si vienes puedes ver que hay muchos um, hay muchas casas y muchos barrios que han sido um, afectados definitivamente por el bloqueo y por otras cosas. Tatiana. Um, yo creo que uh, los, los más um, interesante y muy especial son los niños aquí que um, son inteligentes, amables y tienen mucha mucha um, deseo de uh, de ser alguna cosa especial para su país por, por, por la familia para mí era la energía y la riqueza de la cultura y um, la, um, todas las personas que um, conocí aquí eran tan amables y, y muy intelectuales y muy um, orgullosos de la, um, del país y por eso me encanta Cuba. Muy bien. And Pat, for the people who don't speak Spanish, uh, why would you tell them to visit Cuba? Why, why would why I tell them to visit Cuba? Cuba is a very important country uh, for the United States, and I think um, 
We've been separated from our neighbors for way too long. And we need to see what's really happening in the country. The governments around the world have to posture sometimes to, um, for political reasons. But when you get down and see what the individual people are, that they, they tend to, everybody has around the world the similar things. They have to eat, they have to sleep, they have to make a living, and they have to make the most of this world. And when you get down to that level, you probably are going to start seeing some solutions to some of the big political problems that we seem to have uh, had over the last 50 so and some years. Diana? Um, well, me being from a uh, Mexican family, I see that Cuba has a lot of the similar um, bright sides that other countries have in terms of, you know, culture-wise, a lot of music, a lot of dance, art, and I think when you come to Cuba and you get to walk through the city and even the countryside, you get to see a lot of that, and I think that would be enlightening for anybody. Um, one other reason I would definitely say that they should come and visit Cuba is because they do need to see how life is in other, especially in Cuba. There are a lot of impressive um, systems set up here, and I think if people come and um, experience it or see it, I think they can definitely appreciate it more and use it more at home. Wonderful. And, and what you and Pat said, I think, do you think it helped by you being here that you were able to see more, I mean, have a different opinion after you came, um, or maybe the same opinion, but it, it, did it help from a perspective of, yes, I can, just seeing it firsthand, right? Yes, when I you mean, see something firsthand, it makes such an impact, doesn't it? It does, and I'm, um, I don't say this for any other reason, just to say, I'm only, I'm only 24, so I, being younger, I didn't really get to see a lot of the political strife between these two countries. But this is the first time I've ever really been educated on Cuba, and I'm glad I was. Uh, and Tatiana, what about you? I think that I'm very glad that such a country as Cuba exists because uh, we talk a lot about democracy, but here, where you see how demos lives in, equal, in real equality and uh, that the uh, government really cares about the health the education, you see the results uh, every day on the streets, especially with the kids at school, how focused they are, how kind they are, how respectful to adults they are. And they don't stay all the time with the gadgets like internet and stuff. They dance, they play sports, they uh, educate themselves in the university. I really admire this experiment. Yes, and I, and I would I, I I totally agree with a lot of that because uh, uh, it's it's like a pre and pre internet in pre internet cycle what life used to be like perhaps for us and sometimes we get so involved in our technology and our lives that we forget about the common thing and that that happens to be as you said the people and they're playing together with the kids and the families getting together and taking time and not texting all the time, right? So yes, that's a wonderful observation. Um, for me, I think um, growing up in the United States, you know, you have an impression of what you think Cuba would be like, and I'm happy to say that this is one of the, the absolute richest cultures I've ever experienced. Um, the people, I loved how when you walked down the streets, the parents, you know, everybody was hugging and 
kissing each other when they greet and when they greet each other, um, you know, this, the moms and dads with cuddling their kids, it was, I think a lot of times as Americans we feel, you know, that we're so much better than everyone else, but honestly here the, the culture is so much more rich. And I, I see my kids at school walking around with the earphones in their ears all the time, listening to their own music. But in Cuba, you walk through the streets and there's music playing everywhere and we experience it together. And I think that's something that we really miss in the United States. And my impression of Cuba is so much different now and I cannot wait to get home and share it with, with Amer other Americans and let them know that this place is absolutely wonderful. And, and one of the things Leah said when, uh, during her presentation a while ago uh, was, was about the people and the, the, how nice the people are. And, and, and I have to say that the biggest, the, the biggest thing I've seen that I would say that impressed me the most is the people, the, the people and how nice they are and helpful and always ready to go the extra mile and help people. And, uh, and as Tatiana said, and that goes back to character, it goes back to education. And so those are the things that there's some really good things about here in Cuba. And one of them is education. And I think the other one we talked about quite a bit is the health system and uh, hospitals, et cetera. And uh, plus, above all, the people. And uh, the people are just really great people. And I think people are surprised by that. And I think that's one of the good things about the program that, that we're able to be with the people, that, and we're in the neighborhood living with the people, or visiting, whatever you, wherever we go, that we take time to do that, and that's, that's really good. Thank you very much. Mil gracias ustedes en pueden volver su trabajo bien. And uh, uh, we thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll, uh, the show will be probably up next week, so you can hear it online, okay? And muchas gracias por todo el trabajo, ¿ok? Gracias, okay, que descansen. Ok, equipo dos. Equipo dos. Ok, gracias. Now we are doing this. Uh, this is team two coming up now. And uh, we are in teams. There are four, uh, 14 teachers there from the United States. Uh, a very big group of teachers. And there's some of the best teachers in the country in Spanish, and we're happy they're here to share their ideas and thoughts. Um, okay, now we are going to continue a little bit more. Let me move over there. Uh, we are recording the show on an iPhone, by the way. It's an iPhone 6, so uh, we'll see how it does, but it's doing very well at the moment. Uh, the uh, people that we have here now with us, this is our equipo dos, and we've been in teams in some of the classes. And we're going to start with Anne's going to introduce herself and talk about where she teaches at. Hi. Um, yeah, my name's Anne. I have been teaching for 13 years at a private school in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, yeah, I've traveled all over the world, but this is my first time in Cuba. My name is Christina Nebraskas. I'm certified in Spanish and German. I taught 12, uh, for 12 years. Uh, I taught German for 12 years in Huber uh, High City Schools, and currently I've been teaching Spanish um, at Mishawaka High School in Mishawaka, Indiana for the past three years. Hola, I'm Evangeline Velez, and I am the instructional lead for the foreign language department at Palo Alto College in San Antonio, Texas. I have been teaching uh, foreign languages for over 35 years. 
Hi, I'm Miriam. I teach um, Spanish at Eagle Hill School. It's a high school in... Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm a Spanish teacher at Eagle Hill School, a high school in Hardwick, Massachusetts, and I've just finished my second year of teaching. Okay, now, what I would like to ask there is to ask you a pregunta, mm -hmm. and we'll do it in Spanish, the second one do it in English, okay? And the pregunta is, um, cuando ustedes ya regresen a sus clases, ¿qué, ¿qué van a hacer con las ideas de aquí para compartir las ideas y todo? ¿Qué van a decirle a los estudiantes de, de las cosas? Bueno, en mis clases um, voy a mostrarles a mis alumnos los videos que yo he hecho, um, los videos de la vida cotidiana eh, aquí en, en Cuba, uh, por ejemplo, um, tengo videos describiendo la casa, um, los museos, uh, las cosas en las calles. Y bueno, uh, quiero darles más vocabulario usando uh, las, las cosas reales, las cosas de la, de la vida um, aquí en Cuba. Yo tengo la, la misma opinión. Yo, yo, yo tomé muchas fotos, yo tengo muchas, mucha, mucha información sobre todos y no, no, puedo, no puedo especular que tengo que decirles a, a, a mis alumnos. ¡Apaludo! <risa> Yo pienso enfocarme en uh, crear un programa para mis estudiantes avanzados en uh, el tema de uh, arquitectura. Uh, un estudio, unas comparaciones, tal vez con otros países hispanoamericanos que ya hemos estudiado. Sí, yo creo que estoy saliendo con una gran cantidad de información para los estudiantes de varios niveles. Um, para hacer descripciones básicas de la ropa, de los colores para los principiantes, hasta creo que voy a intentar a crear un currículo que corresponde con el viejo y el mar, que coincide con la cultura cubana para los estudiantes más avanzados. Muy bien, excelente. Bueno, ahora una pregunta. You guys live with the families, right? Mm -hmm. what, what, what are the Cuban families like? Are there different things about it uh, from the way our families are or not? Um, in, in my situation, um, uh, the mom and dad who are in their 60s, um, uh, they run a, a hotel, a mini hotel, right? But it's their house at the same time, so it's a homestay. Um, but they have people coming in and out of their house, you know, whenever there's visitors. They've had Swiss uh, students visit, a uh, couple from America, some Germans, but um, but they still, they treated us like family. They really hosted us. They in, uh, invited us to dinner, um, you know, were very warm and caring and, and did everything they could to make us feel at home. Um, you know, were more than willing to, to talk to us about daily life here. Um, what they see, what they do, um, and you know, it, it seemed to me like you know, a family like like any other you would find all over the world. Um, but they were very welcoming and very helpful, and, 
and supportive of us uh, during our stay. Christina? And I agree totally. There's a, there's a German that lives with us as well, and there's no difference in the way she treated us. There's the, the, the mother, especially. Um, Rose hugging and kissing, you know, everything's great, you know, everything's fine. Do you need this? You know, I already did this. And when I was sick, she was all worried about, you know, if I'm okay. You know, she said she was going up and down the stairs seven times and making sure that I was okay. You know, first time with tea, another time with uh, mashed potatoes, and another time with chicken and soup and everything else. And so it is, it, it, and she showed her pride in, in, in being Cuban and the, uh, the community. I mean, there's people coming and going. It's just that everybody knows each other, everybody helps each other, and that's the true spirit. You know, you, we need to help each other. You know, we can't just think about ourselves, we have to think about others. Right. Okay, e e Benji. Um, <clears throat> our roommate and I, excuse me, had a different situation. We first was more like an Airbnb, so our family was not living with us, but we could still contact them. They were available as, as you know, if we needed them. Uh, but I wanted to share that our neighbors really uh, interesting and very uh, eager to help in any way they could uh, by providing us with information or just a chat just to chit chat with us. Yeah. Um, my situation was pretty similar to what uh, Banji described where there was sort of limited contact with the family but the few t times that we did see them and converse with them they were incredibly warm and really helpful in explaining what different sort of intricacies and subtleties of daily life were like here in Cuba, and something else that caught my attention was just sitting outside with them and watching them interact with all the people they knew on the street, and, and how clearly they're so much a part of the community in which they live, and I felt lucky to have that opportunity. Well, I thank you so much, and uh, I'm sure that the listeners are learning a lot of things here, little things, about life in Cuba, right? And so that's very, very well done. And... Um, um, when are you guys leaving? Salen cuando mañana? Tomorrow. Mañana, 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 Very early. Okay. And uh, what time are you leaving? Like at five or six? Say. I think the buses are coming around six. Right? Six. Six. Just checking on that to make sure we're ready. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wanted to share something. If you, if you don't mind, you have a second. And I just wanted to say uh, that uh, this... Uh, program is uh, that we have uh, that we have participated in with Tom also and uh, UCCS along with World Strike has been a very educational trip and it has served very important in the continued professional development of teachers in foreign language instruction and it's really a, an excellent program for uh, foreign language teachers to participate and, and learn more to be able to uh, Thank you very much. I'm glad that you were able to say that. And uh, we look forward to you being in Madrid sometime. Madrid, Madrid, Madrid is mm -hmm. a, one fascinating program. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Que, que descansen un poco. Thank you. Thank you. Equipo tres. Equipo tres. Sí. Okay, ready to go. Here we are with Equipo Trace. And it's the Dia Caloroso in La Habana, Cuba. And uh, Soledad is going to be our, our, when we get to Soledad, she's going to tell us how the weather is today. It's pretty hot here. So, 
But we're going to start, and you guys get to present yourself and say what name, uh, your name and the name of your school. And uh, uh, tell us something about your school, if that's one neat fact about your school, okay? You can think, okay. Uh, I'm Catherine. I work at the Eagle Hill School in Hartwick, Massachusetts. And um, it's a small boarding school, so all the students, most of the students live on, on campus. Uh, my name is Janice. Um, I work in Indianapolis at a, a large Catholic school called Brown College High School. I'm Jenna. I work at a small rural public school in Indiana, in Randolph County, and I have about 130 students total. I'm the only Spanish teacher, so if they take four years, they have me for four years. Hi, my name is Soledad, and I teach in elementary, and this is my 17 teaching in an independent school in Missouri. We have around 210 students in elementary. I'm Kelly Beecher, and I work at Grayland Country Day School in Denver, Colorado, and I teach preschool through fourth grade Spanish. And we have two elementary Spanish teachers, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, it's amazing. I, my my uh, grandson is Cooper, he's six years old, and he loves talking Spanish, right? And they have a Spanish teacher in the grade school now, and he's getting better, you know, but he just... And, Kids are so exciting at that age, you know, aren't they, you guys? I mean, I love being with them, you know? I mean, it's like in their minds and their enthusiasm for learning. And it's because the older kids, when they get older, they lose that enthusiasm, don't they? I mean, probably. So, um, okay. Vamos a hablar en español. Una pregunta. Pueden contestar la pregunta. Y luego, la segunda pregunta en inglés, okay? Mi pregunta es, aquí en Cuba... ¿Pueden ustedes describir el transporte? ¿Cómo mueve la gente? Porque a veces es un poco difícil, a veces no. Pero me parece que hay un sistema que ellos siguen este sistema. Que para nosotros es un poco raro, a veces, ¿verdad? Un diferente, digamos. ¿Ok? Uh, bueno, como en nuestro grupo, por suerte, hemos tenido la omnibus, que, una guagua que nos lleva a... <laughs> a todos los lugares, entonces no hemos tenido muchas oportunidades de, de tomar el transporte público, pero um, algo que nos ha llamado la atención uh, son los carros viejos de los años 50, los almendrones uh, que se pueden ver por todos lados y es muy interesante um, ver esos carros tan, tan viejos todavía. Funcionando. Sí. Uh, bueno, para nosotros y para mucha de la gente aquí, uh, andamos much, muchísimo aquí um, de un lugar a otro. Y también parece que hay un sistema de guagua para la, toda la gente. Um, cada autobús está lleno, <ríe> lleno con, con personas. ¿Y cuál es la población de La Habana? Dos, mil, dos, dos, dos millones. millones. Sí, como Julián nos dijo. Es que mucha gente está cambiando a la ciudad del campo y no hay infraestructura aquí en la ciudad como el transporte, las casas para toda la gente. Entonces hay problemas. Bueno, en realidad no son dos mil habitantes, son dos millones y dos millones. Dos
dos millones, pero sí. Y um, lo que he notado, igual que ustedes, es que la gente camina muchísimo. Y, y claro, con tanta gente y tanto inmigrante de la, del campo a la ciudad, no hay transporte público, no hay suficientes taxis. Um, hay momentos en, en el día, por ejemplo, en el mediodía, que ves mucha gente esperando un bus. Y cuando ves el bus, todos están tan apretados y hay tanta gente con bus que te preguntas, ay, sin aire acondicionado sí. y con esta temperatura, y, y debe ser sí, realmente difícil. Tienes razón. Y la otra cosa de, lo, de los autobuses, en, en España, por ejemplo, el, o en México, si está lloviendo mucho de repente, si llueve, o si es un día muy caloroso, mucha gente toma taxis, ¿eh? en vez de tomar autobuses, porque es más rápido, no quieren matarse, ¿verdad? Aquí es difícil hacer, muy difícil. Tienes razón, por muy bien. No, yo, yo digo que los taxis, hay, bueno, hay muchísimos taxis por todas partes, ¿sí? En el centro, centro, parque central, ¿no? Bueno, sí, pero de repente no hay taxis, ¿eh? Ah. Se ve como hay muchos, pero sí, el turismo... No, lo más son para turistas, ah, sí. pero la gente de la calle. Son caros, sí, son caros. Pero la gente de la calle, que casi no hay servicio de taxi en ciertos barrios, ¿verdad? Sí, eso es un problema. Ok, now, what about this um, uh, relations with Cuba? How can we make relations better with Cuba? And I mean, you guys as teachers, I mean, there must be something we can do. You know, that you can think of some good ideas. What can we do as teachers to make our, our, our relationship with you better? What can they do? What can both of them do, okay? Um, well, I think that now that we've had, as a group, had the opportunity to come and probably in the future as relationships continue to improve, um, there'll be more um, North Americans, people from the United States, will be able to come and experience the culture here and we can bring that into our classrooms, and because, um, like someone has said before, Cuba has always been sort of mysterious to a lot of Americans and to our students, and so it's important that we share our experiences with them, and hopefully we'll be able to travel and make a positive impression, yes. um, because it's important that, that we as, as tourists also, you know, are, are showing our, our best side as, as Americans. And what, what about uh, Gina? What would you say to that? Um, I agree with Catherine here, but also, I, I mean, I just think as educators, it's our job to um, to show the, our students what Cuba's really like um, and how, you know, they have this positive attitude here. Um, you know, not only are they really happy people, but they have an attitude that they want changes, um, they want to move forward, um, and not to necessarily just compare Cuba with us because our lives are very different, um, our history is different. Um, differences when they come here. I know 
Para, para la reunión con el profesor es great. Sí, four o'clock, we meet back here somewhere perfecto, for perfecto, the reunión gracias. con el profesor. Okay. okay. Buen día, ustedes. Okay. Oh, would you sell the profis? Would you mind asking Alejandra if they could come down real quick for 10 minutes? Yeah. Alejandro, Alberto, Julian, for 10 minutos. Okay, we've got with us right now on this wild, wild Tuesday. This is Tuesday. <laughs> I'm asking my translators what day it is. Seems like we've been in a whirlwind of activity. But anyway, we are winding down. We leave tomorrow, and things are getting a little crazy here. It's the next to the last day, and uh, we're all having a good time here. And uh, one of the things we're doing now is we're going to let you meet some of the teachers that are on the program, these wonderful teachers uh, that are going to talk to you, the Cuban teachers, about uh, the, themselves a little bit and, uh, and what they do and, and maybe some other interesting things. Uh, we're going to start with uh, uh, Damaris. Damaris is uh, a teacher here at the school. Damaris, puede decir a los oyentes las clases que enseñan aquí algo de eso y algo sobre tu familia? Okay, the translator needs to translate. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to, maybe we'll do about two sentences and translate, okay? Okay, here we go. Um, we teach here uh, Spanish to a lot of foreigners. Um, we teach them whatever they ask of us. So it can be Cuban music, Cuban culture, Cuban anything really. Cubanos sobre mi familia. Vivimos en, vivo lejos de la escuela, pero no es difícil llegar acá. Tengo una niña, un esposo. Um, about my family, I live kind of far from here, but it's not really an issue. I live with my daughter, with my husband. Okay, and uh, Diana is translating, by the way. That's Diana over here to my right. And you can't see her, but she's the translator, okay? Okay, thank We'll be back, okay? Y luego, vamos a hablar con Maritza. Maritza también es propia aquí en la escuela. Y también va a decirnos algo de las clases que da aquí en la escuela y de eso. Bueno, sí, un saludo para los oyentes de, de este programa. Y eh, en, en esta escuela nuestra aquí en La Habana, eh, nosotros enseñamos eh, español para extranjeros y eh, estamos al tanto de cómo va evolucionando la enseñanza de lenguas. Yes, uh, she is a Cuban uh, teacher here who also teaches two students that are coming to do their foreign language study here. Uh, she also addresses uh, topics such as culture and music and other uh, pertinent topics here in Cuba. Um, she also uh, teaches um, other forms of Spanish culture. Sí, en nuestra escuela nosotros recibimos estudiantes de fundamentalmente hasta ahora de Europa pero por supuesto el encuentro con los profesores de español de Estados Unidos para nosotros abre un nuevo camino en la colaboración también en la enseñanza de español. Her students are predominantly from uh, Europe, 
but uh, they have had the opportunity now to receive students from the United States and they're very excited about doing that. Y una pregunta, ¿estos profes de Estados Unidos han venido, han venido muchos o no todavía? ¿O es ser uno de los primeros grupos? Bueno, en el caso de profesores de español, realmente este es el primer grupo. Hemos tenido, eh, eh, han venido profesores con sus clases de estudiantes que están aprendiendo español, pero como profesores, este es el primer, es la primera experiencia. The students that they have received before have been accompanied by their own uh, teachers from other countries. However, this group that uh, has come today has been the first group of just mainly Spanish teachers from the United States. Julian, what is the two classes and the two familia, no? Can I do it in English if you want? Oh, no. oh I can do it in English. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I like to so. Julian is, is so good in English. I forgot he speaks English. But he never, he's never talked to me in English, I don't think. But he, maybe once. But yeah, okay, yes. So here in our school, we teach uh, Spanish, okay, to foreigners, and we also teach Esperanto. I am a professional teacher of English at the Pedagogical University here in, in Havana, and I have been teaching English for many years now. And then about my family, I can tell you that my wife is also a teacher of the Spanish language, and uh, we have been working here for some, for some years too. It has been a pleasure for us to have the opportunity to meet people from different countries and from Europe and now from the United States. It is the first time that a group of teachers of Spanish from the United States come here to our school and it has really, the, it has really been a good moment, an opportunity to meet you, to talk to you, to exchange ideas, opinions concerning our work as teachers in the, different, in, in the two countries. One of the things I'm going to tell the listeners, I don't know what day it was, maybe the second or third mini methods class we had at the marina. And we were at the marina, and I thought it was one of the best methodologies, classes, sessions I've ever been in. When you guys start talking and we exchanged ideas. Remember that one? Yes. And we talked about communication, communicative activities. And we've come to find out that a lot of things we do here, the, the same things are going on with, with the school. And uh, it's a very wonderful school here. And uh, the, the techniques of teaching are outstanding here and, uh, for teaching. And so we're very pleased to be able to do that. Okay, otra pregunta. Ahora, la pregunta obvia es que, ¿qué, qué opiniones tienes ya bueno, sobre este grupo de profesores que están aquí? Y, ¿Qué has aprendido del grupo de profesores? Bueno, he aprendido... Oh, oh, wait, we, we better translate that. We have to add further. We, yeah, I was going to add... I was going oh, to... Oh, no, oh, I it's am... The just, it's okay. the uh, Okay, the question was, what have you learned from the teachers here, right? And what, uh, what have you learned from the teachers? And uh, what are your opinions that better extend the whole thing? Yes. Este grupo ha sido eh, maravilloso, muy cohesionado, eh, de chicas muy sabias, profesoras muy sabias. Eh, he aprendido de ellas sus diferentes culturas. He aprendido también mucho de, de, su, de las metodologías que usan 
en sus clases, que bueno, ha sido de alguna manera un, un intercambio, un intercambio no solamente cultural, sino también un intercambio eh, con respecto a, a la enseñanza. Y me ha gustado muchísimo, espero que se repita. Uh, honestly, this has been a very marvelous group to work with. Um, we have had a lot of exchanges in culture and in just methodology. This is an experience I really hope that we can do again because it has been more than just an exchange from me to them. It's been an exchange of lives and an interesting learning experience. Okay, uh, Y la misma pregunta entonces para Marisa. Sí, eh, realmente ha sido, podemos decir, eh, impresionante para mí la capacidad de, de este grupo, que es un grupo bastante heterogéneo, en el sentido de que provienen de, de diferentes partes de Estados Unidos, incluso diferentes nacionalidades, pero han tenido eh, una capacidad extraordinaria de recibir información procesar esa información desde un punto de vista muy humano que hemos visto aquí en todo lo que han podido expresar y que okay Marisa has uh, uh, relayed to us that um, she has been impressed by the capabilities of the teachers that have come to participate in this program um, it has been very uh, interesting for her and for the teachers here uh, with the Sí, mucho. Bueno, les decía que, que eh, una, ha sido una, una experiencia extraordinaria por la capacidad de las profesoras de eh, recibir tanta información y, y procesar esta información, pero desde un punto de vista muy humano, capaz de ver esas grandes diferencias. It has been a very humanistic approach in the way that the teachers have um, have been able to uh, receive this information here in, in relation to the uh, um, you know, educational and methodology and everything involved. No, y yo quiero agradecerles muchísimo por por este por esta primera experiencia y espero que realmente esto se multiplique a través de sus estudiantes en el futuro cercano. The experience has been wonderful, and she hopes that it will continue. Uh, uh, you know, produce again another maybe possible uh, trip or more teachers participating in the program. Okay. Well, different people, different personalities, but every one of them, okay, has been very eager, okay, to participate in the different activities. They have been very enthusiastic and they really uh, have interacted with uh, uh, Professor Tom in the mini methodos and in the different, they have been very receptive to all the information we have given um, uh, to them. As Marisa said, okay, they have had the capacity of collecting the information we have transmitted and processing all this information. I have been able, I, I could observe that all of them are very interested in the different issues of our countries and we have had the possibility to talk with every one of them and they have shown their interest okay, to the Cuban culture and that's something which is very good. We have been able to exchange information about our profession which is really because teaching is an art, it's a difficult art and we have been able to exchange information, ideas, 
concerning techniques, methods, really it has been very fruitful. Okay, these days they, you have been with us. Really has been a pleasure. Again, I uh, say to work with you, to exchange, and to talk to you. Bueno, gracias eh, por todo y por, por ser tan amables aquí para hablar con nosotros en el programa. And thank you so much for being here and being able to speak with us on the show. Y bueno, gracias y le agradecemos mucho todas las cosas que has hecho, no, ustedes han hecho en el programa y han sido cosas inolvidables para nosotros. Eh. Y, y nada más que mil gracias eh, y, y esperamos vernos en Estados Unidos algún día y para que tal pueden llevar un grupo de profes allá. Podemos hacer la misma cosa allá. Okay, perhaps in the future or in the near future it could it could become a true, okay, or proof. We could maybe do the aventura cultural uh, in the United States in English for for you guys too. And any teachers in you know that want to come and practice your English someday. So something to think about. Thank you very much. Mil gracias. Okay, thank you guys. Muy bien, gracias. Okay, we have one more guest on our show today, and we're very excited about him being with us. And his name is Alberto, and Alberto uh, is the director of the school, the director de esta escuela. And uh, Alberto is going to give us some of his thoughts about uh, the program and uh, and in his perception of uh, maybe uh, the U.S. teachers and things such as that. And Alberto, bienvenido al programa, eh? Bienvenido todo. Y nada más que si pudieras darnos uh, unas observaciones del programa que hemos hecho, tus pensamientos sobre las profesoras y cositas, bien? Okay. Bueno, eh, realmente es la primera vez que trabajamos un programa así y ha sido una experiencia increíble. Las profesoras, aparte de tener un buen dominio del idioma español, han sido muy receptivas con el programa que hemos presentado en conjunto y creo que su opinión ya dice mucho ¿no? de, de la aceptación que ha habido y creo esto es alargar el puente que estamos tratando de tender entre los pueblos cubanos y norteamericanos. Así que en un futuro estoy casi seguro que vamos a tener más encuentros con profesores. Es muy importante. Alberto said that uh, he's enjoyed the experience. It's their first one here at the school where they've had all uh, Spanish teachers as a group together, and he hopes this serves as a link to future pro uh, programs coming to uh, Havana, Cuba and to a link between the two cultures, the Cuban culture and the American culture in the United States. Una pregunta más y la vamos. De todas las cosas que observado del grupo, ¿qué cosa ha hecho más impacto del grupo, como grupo? Me parece que lo, lo más simpático, más positivo es la disposición de los profesores a trabajar o sea, poder intercambiar, llevarse, eh, poder captar ¿no? la, esa imagen, esa, esa posibilidad de desarrollar un trabajo en conjunto con profesores, con el pueblo cubano, acercarse. Creo que es lo más positivo que he podido observar. Su deseo, su alegría, eso es fundamental. Uh, Alberto said that the desire and the happiness of the group 
how the group worked together has been the thing that most impressed him and their work ethic and how they work together as a team. Pues hombre, gracias por estar con nosotros y te deseo un año lleno de éxitos, bien, y que pases un año fenomenal y esperamos verte el año que viene. And we hope to see you next year. And for the listeners, this is Estudio San Pedro en La Habana, Cuba. And if you ever want to come to a wonderful program to learn Spanish, be sure you come here. It's a program phenomenal, lo que les digo, que deben venir a Estudio San Pedro aquí en La Habana, Cuba. So don't forget, if you want to learn Spanish, go down to Havana, Cuba, and give Alberto a call. It's Estudio San Pedro. Okay. Gracias, hombre. Que pase buen día. Okay? Okay, gusto. Hey, gracias, hombre. Lo pasamos bien. Thank you for being with us. We're going to close the show, and uh, we're here at Havana in Havana, Cuba, and we've had a wonderful time, and I hope sometime you will be able to join us in Aventura Cultural in Havana, Cuba, or Madrid, or in Guadalajara. Uh, oyentes, thank you for being with us, and thanks to Kyle, station manager, for helping, and uh, all the folks there at University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, uh, the professores, estudiantes, and uh, we look forward to making more shows here when we get back to the United States. Adios.